Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. And we are back for another mini-sode where we basically share a story uh, that has happened to one of us uh, in this, you know, lovely, lovely game of real estate investing and, and something that we could do it in a quick time frame and, and teach some quick lessons. So it, you know, it, it, it incorporates in your life in a simple way versus maybe the 45-minute uh, usual type of uh, show that we have. So without further ado, Miss Andressa has a lovely story to tell us about a triplex and <laughs> A bunch yeah. of things around it. So yeah. go for it. <laughs> so this story, you know, all the stories, they take so long. So we are trying to be very concise here and focus on the, the main points and tell you guys a story and, and great lessons that we learn from it. So let's do it. So as you guys know, I live and invest in, in Philadelphia and we were rehabbing a single family house here in South Philly. When we saw a few houses down, people putting, you know, garbage bags and furniture outside. We are always looking for, for those signs, which means somebody is moving out and the place will shortly be either rented or for sale. Uh, this property was located on the corner the size was about like three times bigger than our regular single family. So we knew that this was a multifamily, which is high demand and very low inventory in the area that we are in. Uh, we ended up finding out that this was a state sale and we started talking to the attorney who was representing the executrice. Uh, the city records were showing that in 1950, listen to this, Liz. <laughs> 1950, this was a candy store at the bottom and there were two residential units at the top. Wow. Okay. So we, when we entered the house for the first time, it, it felt that we were transported back to 1950. <laughs> Did it look still like a candy store? Yes. Oh my gosh. But with a lot of stuff, <laughs> a lot of, um, you know, Christmas stuff, lots of plates, uh, cups. Um, Was there still candy? No, that's <laughs> disgusting. No. <laughs> I love candy. No. I wouldn't have eaten it. I'm like, no, but they still had the places where they put the candies and everything else. It was like a 12-foot ceiling place. Wow. So it looks huge. But the entire house was full of stuff. The family took the things that they really wanted, but all the furniture and they had collections and collections of cups and plates. And I mean collections, set like a lot. Wow. Yeah. So we felt like, okay, cool. The house has good bones. And this is what matters to us. I don't care about all this stuff here. When we ended up um, doing a cup of, you know, open house where we had like selling everything and all that good stuff. When, when we were ready for demolition, we were full force. So we built a relationship, a good relationship with both the attorney and the executrice. She really wanted to sell the property. It was not something she was not in the real estate business. Uh, so we signed the, the, the agreement and um, very important thing that area is now more residential than commercial. So 
foot, foot traffic for a commercial at the bottom would not make sense at this point. So before uh, we even close on the property, we made an agreement with the seller and she signed and gave us authorization to start the zoning process prior of closing the deal because we knew that the zoning process to change the zoning to a commercial and two units to a three units residential, it takes longer. We were very confident we were closing on this property no matter what. So that's why we started the zoning change request. That that was a no no doubt about it because there's costs for for that as well. So the first step is to go, you know, in front of the community and explain your plan to them. And our first time in front of the community was a disaster. <laughs> Literally. I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? I felt I was in a twilight zone for sure. My architect prepared the drawing so everyone could see, visualize the plan and understand one thing. We are not converting the entire place. It was just one unit that was a commercial we were converting to residential. So the community, the entire community voted against converting the commercial unit into a residential unit. I was so confused. So later on, I asked one of the neighbors that I was, you know, passing by, and I live a few blocks away, so I was often there. So, do you want a commercial unit here? He said, no, I don't. And, and then we were like, okay, so I am confused because if you don't want commercial, you voted against the residential. So, what's the, what's the real point she's and then he's like well i'm concerned about a lot of people living at the property like a like a student you know house and everything else i was like okay that's not the goal and it, let me you know explain what what we are looking for anyway was a very very stressful and disappointing time two weeks later uh we received a letter from the board because when you're in the community, there is a board of members. Usually they are architects and other people that are in real estate and they had approved the change. Um, the next step was going in front of the zoning board um, here, the ZBA in Philadelphia. And I was like, this is, I'm in a twilight zone again, but for a different reason. It took two minutes for them to look at the plans and say, yes, no brainer. And then I was like, what, what, what happened? So I stressed out before wow. after the community meeting, I was like, wow, this is very bad. They don't want the, 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 this project, how I live in this community. I want to contribute to it. It's not that I'm trying to put, you know, a car wash down here <laughs> right. right now. So I was like, I don't understand. Anyway, it, the, the project was approved and we were, ready to go. So here are a few, a few things that we learned. Um, the community members, when some of them go there, they go with solo interest. They go with solo interest, solo assumptions. There was one guy, it was so funny that he asked, he raised his hand and he asked, are you guys keeping the chicken coop on the roof deck? And then I was like, what excuse me and then one of the architects started laughing very hard and i was like i don't understand his question i was like what chicken coop and then the architect said no i, I get it what he's saying and then the board member look at him and say sir 
that is not a chicken coop, that it's called Pilot House. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I love how he thought there's a chicken coop. On chicken coop. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that, that's something that building relationship with the community and really telling them, listen, this is what I'm looking for. What, what do you guys want? Do you want a residential? Do you want commercial? What, what is that your interest in? So that they can put their, you know, solo interest aside. And really like ask what you want. We requested the seller to allow us to start the zoning process prior, which made a lot of, a lot of difference because we didn't have to wait for that to happen after. And therefore we decreased the, co the carrying cost. And we were able to start construction in a most fa um, rapid time. So in this case, knowing the zoning process list from like hat to toe allow us to play the cards and therefore you know we were able to get the, the zoning process started earlier and got it approved and then start the, the construction process i think your story is so remarkable too andressa because in this market people will often give you the excuse that it's just you know, finding deals is too hard. But what you guys did is took, took it to one in the next step and said, okay, most people are going to look at this and go, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal no. with the community. I don't want to deal with the zoning. But you guys said, no, we are going to deal with that. And we're going to have a great project from it and went through the challenges you did. So my yeah. hat goes off to you. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And we built a very good relationship with, with the homeowner. And we're very, very open to what we are looking to do they were like, are you going to destroy this entire house? I was like, the layout doesn't make sense for what the needs are right now. And she's like, yeah, can I come after? I was like, of course you can. You know, very lovely lady. Um, she, I, I, I went through a couple of things. We were trying, they live in New Jersey. So we were trying to get all the documents signed online. And, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do. If I have to walk you through on how to sign the paperwork, the attorney was always involved as well, who are as clean as, as you can be. And running your numbers, okay, if worst case scenario had to do a commercial over there, the numbers will still make sense for us. So we run the numbers in different ways and the deal still makes sense. It's just like when your hair has some knots, you either cut it or don't deal with it. Or you just start untying the knots. And that's where, in my opinion, the best deals are is when you start untying the knots and you have a beautiful property that we buy, we bought um, off the market and uh, it's, we are looking to hold it for a long period of time. That's awesome. And that's like a success story of persevering and doing what most people aren't willing to do. So awesome Absolutely. stuff. Thanks, ladies, for listening. Hopefully this mini-sode uh, gave you some inspiration, but also some lessons to walk away with in a, in a quick time frame and make it, make it a great day. Great, ladies. So if you have any further questions, if something is not clear, please post it on our Facebook Investor Community Group, and we'll be happy to answer all the questions that you might have. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action 
as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.